Spring, Part Five, from the Flowers of Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jennifer Painter. The Flowers of Shakespeare by Esther Singleton. Anemones and Azured Harebells. Anemone. Anemone purpurea striata stellata. The anemone is described in Venus and Adonis very minutely. By this, the boy that by her side lay killed was melted like a vapour from her sight, and in his blood that on the ground lay spilled, a purple flower sprung up chequered with white, resembling well his pale cheeks and the blood which in round drops upon their whiteness stood. Adonis, the beautiful youth, beloved of Venus, was wounded by a boar, to which he had given chase. Venus found him as he lay dying on the grass. To make him immortal, she changed him into an anemone, or windflower. Naturally, the flower was dedicated to Venus. Beyond sang, Alas, the Paphian, fair Adonis slain, Tears plenteous as his blood she pours amain, but gentle flowers are born and bloom around from every drop that falls upon the ground. Where streams his blood, their blushing springs arose, and where a tear has dropped, a wind-flower blows. Pliny asserted the anemone only blooms when the wind blows. The flower was associated with illness in the days of the Egyptians, and also during the Middle Ages, when there was also a superstition that the first anemone gathered would prove a charm against disease. The first spring blossom was, therefore, eagerly searched for, delightedly plucked, and carefully guarded. No token of affection was more prized by a loved one going off on a journey than the gift of an anemone. An old ballad has the lines. The first spring-blown anemone she has in his doublet wove to keep him safe from pestilence wherever he should rove. Anemones were greatly valued in Elizabethan gardens. Indeed, it was a fad to grow them. Parkinson distinguishes the family of anemones as the wild and the tame, or manured, both of them nourished up in gardens. He classifies them still further as those that have broader leaves and those that have thinner or more jagged leaves, and then again into those that bear single flowers and those that bear double flowers. The wild kinds included all the pulsatillas or pasque Easter flowers. Parkinson mentions many varieties. He describes the tame anemones as white, yellow, purple, crimson, scarlet, blush red line between peach colour and violet, orange tawny, apple blossom, rose colour, and many others. From his list we can have no doubt that Shakespeare's flower was one of the purple star anemones, the anemone purpurea striata stellata, whose flowers have many white lines and stripes through the leaves. Parkinson's name is the purple-striped anemone. Of recent years, anemones have again become the fashion. How gorgeous are these flowers to behold, exclaims Ryder Haggard, with their hues of vivid scarlet and purple. 
To be really appreciated, however, they should, I think, be seen in their native home, the East. In the neighbourhood of Mount Tabor in Palestine, I have met with them in such millions that for miles the whole plain is stained red, blue and white, growing so thickly indeed that to walk across it without setting foot on a flower at every step would be difficult. I believe, and I think that this view is very generally accepted, that these are the same lilies of the field that toil not, neither do they spin, which our Lord used to illustrate his immortal lesson. Truly Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. The Adonis flower, Floss Adonis, spoken of by Ben Jonson and others, has nothing to do with the anemone. It is a kind of chamomile. Some have taken the red kind to be a kind of anemone, says Parkinson. The most usual name now with us is Floss Adonis. In English it is also called the Mayweed and Rosa Ruby and Adonis flower. Harebell, Scylla Newtans. The azured harebell, which Shakespeare uses in Cymbeline for comparison with the delicate veins of Fidele, Imogen, has been identified as the English jacinth, blue harebell or harebell. Brown's pastorals show that this flower was only worn by faithful lovers, and therefore the flower is most appropriately selected for association with Imogen. Brown says, the harebell for her stainless azured hue claims to be worn of none but who are true. This flower is also called the wild hyacinth. Blossoming in May and June, it is one of the precious ornaments of English woods. Dust of sapphire, its jewel-like flowers have been called. Our English jacinth, or harebells, writes Parkinson, is so common everywhere that it scarce needeth any description. It beareth divers long narrow green leaves, not standing upright, not yet fully lying on the ground, among which springeth up the stalk, bearing at the top many long and hollow flowers, hanging down their heads, all forwards for the most part, parted at the brims into six parts, turning up their points a little again, of a sweetish but heady scent, like unto the grape flower. The heads for seed are long and square, wherein is much black seed. The colour of the flowers is in some of a deep blue tending to purple, in others of a paler blue, or of a bleak blue tending to an ash colour. Some are pure white, and some are parti-coloured blue and white, and some are of a fine delayed purplish red or bluish colour which some call a pearl colour. End of anemones and azured harebells